so that's all roped off. I can't. I don't deal with the public. Yeah. Even then, it was kind of shitty. But that was the one where they kept going for ages. Oh, we'll get uniform. We'll get uniform. And I worked there for months. And they never got me uniform. And I told them, right, you're not even giving me a proper contract. I'm finished. I've got a job somewhere else. I'm not coming back tomorrow. Oh, but we're going to make you supervisor. (laughs) When? You didn't even give me a proper contract, and you're going to make me supervisor. What? No. Fine. Also, you've, you've never stacked shelves before, mm-hmm. so we'll 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 make it easy on you. And they gave me the alcohol aisle at Christmas and New Year. How is that starting me out easily? I come in every night, and that place is empty. But that, that makes well. it easier, right? You need <clears throat> everything. <laughs> <laughs> of the heaviest stuff as well, which is a carry box of suiting. Yeah. I don't know. When I was fifteen, I did the same thing at the copy, and it was. Uh, I only ever got stressed out on the till, because it was so long ago. There was no such thing as barcode scanners. Oh, so you had to type all the prices in. Exactly, one by one, oh. and then uh, you, and if there was three of something, you had to put the initial price in, and then hit times three. And if there was four or something, same thing, but times four. And it sounds easy, but as soon as yeah. there's a queue of three people and they've all got carts. My mind yeah. exploded. Oh. Like open all hours. Yes. Except it closed at yeah. 8. But yeah. Oh. Should I have a, a, a pull, not an enter button, but a, a pull handle? That would have been cool. A, a what? Like an add-up machine, but you've got a pulling handle. Thing. Oh, no, I wish, no. But, but, I mean, it was a step away from, like, a till that a child would have nowadays. Mm. So, it was good. <laughs> and also I was too young to authorise alcohol so I had to ring a bell every time an alcohol product came by mm-hmm. and uh, that was all the time what about mouthwash that's not alcohol though is it yeah back in the day it would have been no, I you don't think so versions now that are non-alcoholic but they used to have alcohol that's why you, um, you have to watch because if you were driving and you were using mouthwash you could technically show up in the breathalyzer that you were over the limit. I think you're doing like some strange semantic argument though for someone working in a co-op. I mean, I don't think that matters. <laughs> no, but I'm just, I'm just saying, like, in theory, they shouldn't be able to sell you, well, if, an, an underage person shouldn't be able to ring up your alcohol-based mouthwash. Yeah. I disagree, but yeah, I see your your, your, your thought process. And I disagree as well, but I'm just saying that I think legally it's a grey area. Not anymore, because they don't put that stuff in it anymore. Oh, there is some of them that do, because there is some of them that, are, that were hidden away. They were trying to claim, last time Mum went to Tesco and got me mouthwash, mm-hmm. they were trying to claim that my mouthwash wasn't available because it was a high alcohol content. I'm like, no, I purposely buy the one with without alcohol in it. And it but yeah, it was behind the screened off section with the... Um, Porn? Alcohol, <laughs> alcohol-based mouthwashes, and I'm like, well, but my one doesn't have alcohol. It just happens to be on the same shelf. Give me my mouthwash. It's screened uh, off with the dildos. And... <laughs> I'm not putting it. I'm not putting the dildos in my mouth. <laughs> what was I watching recently? Oh, it wasn't very interesting. It was a YouTube video <laughs> on the best way to clean vinyl. I usually mm. just get upset with people online. So I'm one that. That's the, the video, you know, the, the people who go online just to complain about videos? Yes. Yeah. 
the only thing that angers me is when people tell like it's stuff like that when they go this is the proper way to clean vinyl no just don't get it dirty that's the proper way to clean vinyl keep it clean yes. don't dunk it in a sink that's insane oh. I did have vinyl I always kept mine in the sink exactly right <laughs> I, like, the- I like this I like the sleeve to remain moist. <laughs> the most shocking thing in that video is after he's cleaned it, he puts it in the, he puts it in the the dish rack. <laughs> well, and you're like, well, that can't be good for it. I mean, <laughs> no, it's gonna it's gonna warp it. Or, yeah, I know I know very little, and I already know that's wrong. Yeah. So. I mean, they should just go a step further and put the whole thing in a dishwasher and be done with it. Yeah, what could possibly go wrong? (laughs) Or just, once it comes out wet, just leave it on a bed in the sun to dry. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm doing with all my mum's vinyl. She left it lying in the bed and they went out and the sun came around and melted it on. (laughs) Oh... I saw a uh, record cleaning machine the other day on uh, Amazon while just randomly looking at things I couldn't buy if I wanted to. What, an anti-static cloth? No, 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 this is like insane. It is a lump of aluminium that has uh, a motor in it so it turns around, right? So it looks... If a child had to draw a turntable, it looks like that, right? But the arm of the... Um, but the arm of the tone arm, if as it were, is now a vacuum with velvet strips on it, and it sucks out any dirt and it puts it into a water pump. Oh, because you can also wet the the disc and it sucks all the dirt out of the grooves. Mm-hmm. And it was four hundred and fifty pounds. Right, because I just had a quick look on Amazon just now to see what's on here. Yeah. And, uh, I believe officially it's yeah. called a project record cleaning machine. Oh, I can't see that one. <laughs> there is there is a record friend. A record friend. Record friend. Vinyl record cleaning cleaning accessories and drying rack kit. Spin up to five hundred records clean. Uh huh. Six, Sixty pounds and ninety five pence. That's possibly a bargain in comparison to the one I saw. Yeah. But yeah, look at record cleaning machines if you... Right? Because as I say, it's not an interesting thing to look at. Anyone listening to this one is already asleep. That that wasn't on Amazon, though. It was on Amazon. Oh, it was? Oh, because I can't see it. Oh, here's one. Oh, yeah. Project VCE Compact Record Cleaning Machine. Silver. Oh, yep. £299. One oh. less in stock. Oh. It's a, it's £100 cheaper than it was. Well done. Oh, there's another one. There's six left in stock over here, and it's £399. <coughs> and it seems... Oh, yeah, well, so that one's the VCE compact record cleaner. Mm-hmm. This one, the premium record cleaner, is the VCS2 aluminium. Oh. Vinyl and 78 RPM shellac record. <laughs> I never even thought about that. You know, <laughs> I don't own a shellac record. <laughs> I assume if I played one on a normal record player, it would just yeah. explode. Oh, I don't know what that is. <laughs> It's what they made shit out of before vinyl, you know? No. It's just super solid. Well, I'll put it this way. It's a yeah. 78, so it plays 
more than twice the speed of a, of a normal record. You know what I mean? Right, so it yeah. just wears all the shit out. Or <laughs> something you've got a big fudge record cleaning kit, which is just spraying out stacks of twenty one quid. I don't know. Um, it's all very expensive for record ponces. They're still they're rather taking like twenty odd quid for something like that than three hundred. Well, yeah, I mean machine. if you spend three hundred on a record cleaning machine and you spend yeah. less than that on your records a year, then you're insane. Well, I was going to say, yeah, I was going to say, no. Yeah, I mean, because like, no. I mean, not the last couple of months, but um, I I try to but treat myself to one record a month. Yeah. And I think that's excessive. <laughs> oh, here's, a, here's an ultrasonic cleaner. <laughs> oh, I've heard about those. The 280 things. Because they're like the ones for jewellery and stuff, right? But they've made them big yeah. enough now to do yeah. records. Gold Mall, six litre vinyl record ultrasonic cleaner, digital, 10, 180 watt, 30 minute timer. Yeah. 30 minutes in what? That cleans <clears throat> one? Jesus Christ. T- I, timer, automatic rotary for sound engine 12 inch records without damaging the delicate surface. Now, if you've got to put that in the title of your thing, this thing definitely damages the surface. I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, if you're having to put that in your description of your product in your full title of its name, <laughs> this thing doesn't damage stuff. It definitely damages stuff. I swear to God, it's fine. Yeah. If you don't follow these instructions, you get one you mispronounce a letter while reading the instructions it will break your records oh it's got a weird it's got a weird valve thing you've got attached oh god this thing looks weird far too complicated <laughs> well I find that with most things after you like start to fall down the the rabbit hole of like record cleaning and stuff they go what about this and you go what is what? that well, it's got examples of things you can clean, like the before and after things, but it's like motherboards. You can just stick circuitry in this thing and clean it. Yeah, well, it's what? for jewellery and stuff as well. I've seen it. Yeah. Laboratory equipment. Metal fittings. So they've got, like, some dirty screws, and now they've made them clean screws. Just buy new screws. <laughs> you tight bastards. I know. <laughs> oh, you can spend 380 quid to clean your screws when you could just buy a bag of new screws. Or like and throw the dirty screws at a wall. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Oh. Or just hire homeless people to clean your screws with a rag. <laughs> <laughs> You'd still save money. No. So, now, I don't know if I'm thrifty or insane, but at work they're throwing away <laughs> the pigeonholes. All right, yeah. After all these years, the pigeonholes are getting thrown away. And I was like, oh. can I have those? And they were like, why? And I'm like... Because I've got a load of cables, and I'm going to organise them into the holes. <laughs> and they were like, yeah, yeah, sure, as long as you can get it home. And I went, that's a very good question. I don't know how to get it home. Yeah. But um, Raymond said one day he'll give me a lift. Ah, sorry. Exactly. No. <coughs> oh, we've, got, we've got some lovely new Perspex up at reception. Sorry, what? Yeah. Uh, we've got some lovely new Perspex up at reception, so everything's going well. Yeah. Keeping more people away from me. It's perfect. Um, some, <clears throat> someone at work, I think it must have been Raf, bought those, you know, those plastic, like, welder's masks. 
Yeah, we've got a few of those knocking about. We're all supposed to have one, but I might. I don't need one. I'm standing behind Perspex. Well, I'm not being face to face with these people. So <laughs> it was when Ralph went. We can all wear these all the time, and I went, "Okay, well, if you guys wear them all the time, I won't." <laughs> and he went, yeah. "Why?" And I'm like. Because my glasses steam up when I'm working on a ceiling. What's it going to be like when I'm wearing one of these? Yeah. I'll go blind and fall off a scaffold and die. Also, <laughs> I'm alone all day. So, I'm fine. The boss was, he was speaking to people yesterday. He said, oh, no, this weekend's going to be a busy weekend. This weekend, because it's like May Day weekend or something. How is it busy? We're technically shut. We know exactly the business we're getting in because we're just open to this one company. Yeah. We're not, nothing, nothing is open. We are just giving them, like, we've got set meals and everything. How is it busy? What the hell are you talking about, you complete and utter moron? Why, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got very angry hearing about something he told somebody else without him being in front of me. So probably just well he wasn't in front of me because I'd have just called him an idiot. So. That's a good point. It was but, May Day oh. yesterday. I mean, day before yesterday. Yeah. Well, he's thinking, well, I was told it was next weekend, but I mean, it couldn't have been. It's the first weekend in May, but... Oh, no, maybe uh, it's the first weekend in May, and that, that and it, it wasn't a full week of weekend of May. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah possible. Yeah, I still don't know how he thinks it's going to be busy this weekend. It's not, well, even, think, even if we were open, why would we be getting any people in? Because what is there for them to do anywhere? <laughs> True story. Mm. Yeah. Never mind. I don't know. Yeah, maybe he just went insane for a minute. Oh, yeah. yeah. Maybe he forgot this whole thing was over. <clears throat> you know? It's like, uh, who <sighs> did I let in yesterday? I let someone in yesterday and they didn't instantly wash their hands and I just went, Watch your head! <laughs> <laughs> you've been, you've been, been outside. I trust nothing at this minute in time. Because on the scale of, I can't afford to get sick. It's never been higher, really. You know what I mean? Yeah. Can I say, if perfectly healthy people in their early 40s are dying, and I look in the yeah. mirror, even with weight loss, which has gone slightly the other way, I weigh myself this morning, I'm 14 stone yeah. two, which does beg the question, how in 36 hours have I put on half a stone? <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe just really need to go for a Maybe, maybe. This coffee might do the job. We'll find out. I don't poop every day anymore. I find that weird. I, here's the thing. I have put on weight, and yet, at the moment, I am shitting more than I have ever shit in my life. That's because you're putting more food away. Well, but I've really cut down on that, and yet I'm still doing huge amounts of shit. I mean, um, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> no, I don't know either. It's weird. It's just, I, I don't know. It was... Um, I don't know if you listen to Hollywood Babylon, but they did one yesterday. Um, you know, that's Ralph Garman <laughs> and Kevin Smith. Yeah. And Kevin Smith said something that I've never heard him mention before, and it made me right. just... I was like up a ladder painting. And just, and as I did it, one person walked through the foyer, foyer, and I just went liar. Because <laughs> they were like, "What are you talking about?" I'm like, "I'm listening to radio. Just ignore me." But um, no, when he was talking about weight loss, he didn't. He did become a vegan, but he also started intermittent fasting. 
Oh yeah, well I saw that on uh, Twitter something the other day about how he'd, he'd not eaten for God knows how many hours, but he decided to do another six on top of it just for the sake of it or something. Or like, oh no, well that was, um, yeah, no, he was read about the benefits of a once a month 72 hour fast. Yeah. But obviously, at the end of seventy-two hours, it was eight o'clock at night. So he then just right. went to bed, yeah. which turned it uh, into a eighty-plus hour fast. Yeah. Mm. But um, yeah, no, I mean he's uh, uh, he does intermittent fasting with the you give yourself basically a six to eight hour window to eat, and you're not allowed to eat outside of that. Yeah, and all of the people in the gym do that as well. But as I said mm. to them, it just seems too much hassle for me. <laughs> it's trying to schedule that time because because if you only got like a six eight hour window, <coughs> I basically I get up mm-hmm. and then I go to work. Yep, and it's kind of harder to eat at work or eat properly at work. Yep. And then I come home, and a couple hours later, so I've, I've only really got two hours either side of work, or maybe three hours either side of work, to kind of do anything with. Well, I would suggest you do the three hours before work, and... Oh, but, the... it, I, but it's not one continuous window where you can eat. I thought it was just like, you've got six hours now, you can eat, and then after that, no. Well, no, I mean, you know, you just have all your meals in six. It's the same thing that uh, oh, see, I, so huge Jackman used win- to do. I see, when you're saying six-hour window, in my head, I see it as, right, from 12 o'clock till six o'clock, you uh-huh. can eat. Yes. Not mentally, but yeah, I, I don't think you could split it into, like, well, three hours there and three hours there. No, 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 I wasn't meaning that. I was meaning that no. you have your three hours, you know, you've got three hours before you go to work, and then maybe... Two hours after you get to work, it's time to have like your dinner, and that's you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because you know that's also what Hugh Hugh Jackman did during his big period, yeah. which is yeah. um, and that was obscene, obviously, because they, they yeah. also have to put away five thousand calories for stuff like that. Because yeah. at, at the moment, that's probably doable at work. Mm-hmm. See, because I could do it beforehand, go a couple hours, then have to eat, then. Yeah, because the way it's, I mean, I go in just now and I get all my work done within the first couple of hours, and yeah. I just sit and waiting for it to happen after that. Um, whereas once we would be open, <laughs> whenever we are going to be open, uh-huh. um, because of the type of business we get in, I never get a spare bloody minute because these drunken idiot offshore guys are constantly coming in, and I never get away from the bloody desk. So I'd have three hours before I got to work, and I'd be screwed. Yes. So. Unless you moved yeah. your body clock around ever so slightly and didn't stay up three hours after you went home and just went to bed. That's what I've been doing. I mean, it doesn't work. Yeah. I got home last <laughs> night at 11 o'clock, and I was still awake at three o'clock in the morning going, I need to get up at half seven to phone Richard. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to have to do that. And yet I do, because I want to speak to a human being. Because yeah. <coughs> every time I, fo- uh, I text my sister, hey, are you busy? She says, yes. 
Well, that's not helpful. So, what mm-hmm. can you do that you can't talk to me? It's been six weeks. <laughs> no. I'll text you. Why? Are you nude? I don't want to know the answer. I also don't mm. want to FaceTime you. So call me. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh. um, oh, here's something that happened to me this week. What's that? I don't know if you saw on my Twitter. I... Dropped my switch. You what? I dropped my switch. Oh no! And the right thumbstick. Uh huh. Um, now no longer moves left or right. Oh. Uh, only up and down. But you can buy a replacement so, for that, right? It's not like your screen's gone. Well, they're supposed to be arriving today. But okay. I was sort of cheaper ones because I couldn't get the official ones, and also uh-huh. they're like eighty quid. Mm-hmm. So I bought sort of two cheap replacements. I got. A um, like just controller, yeah. But it's obviously because you buy cheap, it can be a bit glitchy. It works for everything except for some reason Mario Odyssey, which is when you try and play it with Mario Odyssey, um, even though I've calibrated all the buttons and there's nothing wrong with them, uh-huh. he will not stop throwing his hat. He <laughs> 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 just starts up. And Does it's he just still constantly? Like in the trailer, does he do like a yippee whenever he throws it? Yes. So so it becomes infuriating so, very quickly. I have had to play it with the sound off when I do attempt to play it. <laughs> um, and so there, it's, it's, everything else kind of works with it, but it's very annoying. It was very, very cheap. Uh-huh. Um, but it's just, it's not going to do for that. Um, um, buy cheap, buy yeah, twice. So I've, got, so I've got, I'll say it again, I've got cheap sort of like replacement, not official joy cons arriving today uh-huh. and i've also got a, i've also got a repair kit coming okay because i think it's come like it's got a new can thumbstick and everything so according to stuff on youtube and stuff it can be quite easy to fix uh... it's just getting into it you need these special screwdrivers and stuff so they're arriving today so my project for the next couple of days will be open up that and see if i can fix it cool so well, my project I'm, I'm, on Friday is to continue painting the foyer at work. And everyone keeps telling me how good it looks. And I keep walking around going, I just think I could do it faster. And then they were like, <clears throat> they pointed out that if they got professionals in, they'd have probably shut the foyer down for a fortnight. And there'd have been half a dozen of them. And I've been on my own and I've done it in seven days. Yeah. <laughs> and you go... Yeah, fair dues, but still. <laughs> Just because you pay me quarter what you pay them. <laughs> and, you know, I, sh- I feel remarkably happy that I've got a lot of hard work at the minute because at least I'm getting paid again. I mean, not I this month. I'm, I'm fucking skint already this month because of last month. But you know what I mean? I'll be fine yeah. next month, Touchwood, probably. Yeah. Well, I've already been kind of told that if we hadn't got this contract that we've got just now, uh-huh. uh, by this the next month, our hotel would have probably been shut. Oh. Yeah. Because they just, there was no, they weren't going to keep it open. But then we got this contract, and the way that they're talking now, we could have this until the end of the year. So okay. They're going to keep us. Well, if it keeps everyone in work, that's a good thing, right? Yeah, <clears throat> it's fine. Yeah. It's all good. I said, I'm making a hell of a lot of money off them. Yeah. And they've been kind of, they're really good. They're happy with what we're doing for them. We're happy with them. So. 
cool, cool. Well, except for the guy calling people Nazis, but he's gone. Yes. And the three people yeah. with coronavirus. Oh, well, they're happy. The guy phoned me up, um, the last one. I got a phone call at 11 o'clock at night going, yeah, I just left that room today because I tested positive. And I went, oh, yeah, I heard about that. Sorry about that. And he went, no, that's fine. Um, I think I left my uh, AirPods in the room. Can you nip in and check? <laughs> I'm like, no. <laughs> no, I can't. <laughs> oh, why not? I need to know if they're there. I'm like, oh, phone back in five days because we are not going in that room for five days and then we're going to be cleaning it. And also, don't phone at 11 o'clock at night. It's housekeeping deal with the lost property. And also cleaning your room. Phone in office hours. I'm like, no, I'm not going at your room. Okay, you just nip in and check. No, <laughs> you have coronavirus. I don't want it. So, no, you're flat. <clears throat> no. no, I did get a, a strange phone call last night from a guy uh, who basically went, um, hey, I just wonder if I could book a room for next week. And I went, no, we're shut. Oh, okay. What about next month? I don't know, but no. no. And he went, well, how about in three months' time I'd like to book the ballroom for uh, my birthday? And I went, are you lonely? <laughs> <laughs> and he went, what? You're not going to be alive in three months. <laughs> <laughs> so, no. So, you know, you know what's going on. We're not open, and I don't know when we're going to be. We're following government guidelines, so at the minute... None of this can happen, and I don't know why you're calling. And he's like, oh, I was just walking past, and I saw the number. And I went, hold on, are you outside the hotel? And he went, I was, but I'm walking home now. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, what is wrong with you? <laughs> Were you like some sort of like a really bad Michael Myers phoning me to get me to the door to kill me? So like, how dare you? Yeah, I didn't even twig that the number was only available on the door of the hotel. All right. Oh, so you must have. So you must have walked up to the front doors, saw the number, and phoned me. That is creepy. Yeah. (laughs) People are people are idiots. Yes. Yep. It's very good. It is very good, right? Um, and the crazy thing <laughs> is, if it's popular, and this is not to say everyone they're going to film is gold, no. but if they filmed for, like, a fortnight when they're on tour, I yeah. mean, you could have, sort of like, maybe, you know, eight to ten solid episodes. I mean, yeah. that's a relatively cheap show to produce. No, no. And I really like good. what they're doing. Yeah. We've done very apparently though that um, Middleditch cannot remember names ever. Yes, that does seem to be Schwartz, a... Schwartz has a much better memory when it comes to that stuff. <laughs> uh, that was a recurring theme in just those three episodes. It's like, yeah, he didn't know, know who he was playing or what anyone's name was. Uh, it was very complicated by the time it got to the wedding. Oh, yeah. And they're moving the. I must admit, though, their chair work is very good. It is. When it's they're moving good. chairs around the aisles, you're like, yeah, that's about right. Well done. Yeah, well. 
Oh, and uh, did you listen to that comedy bang bang they were on recently? No, um, I haven't got into that yet. That's a very I'll maybe good I one. To look, I'll maybe get a chance to listen to that tonight because if I try and play that loud enough, it'll scare off Harold. Because it not only uh, they talk they're, they're themselves for a while and then they leave, as always is the yeah. way. Um, yeah, and then two people come by. But then those two people leave and two more people come back. <laughs> and you're like, I like it a lot. <laughs> In fact, now I say it, I don't know if I finished the last one. And I said, the, um, the one, I think I messaged you about this. The good thing with that middle bitch and shorts show on Netflix was that um, Harold was on one night when I first watched the first episode. Uh-huh. And so he was being a bloody pest, telling me the same story time and time again. Um, <laughs> well, for example, he told me that, oh, that guest there, he drove around the car park twice and then sat in his car 15 minutes before checking in. Now, how quickly did I tell you that story right now? Uh, five seconds. Yeah. He took five minutes to tell me that story. <laughs> and on that shift, he told me it three times. Each time, slightly longer than the time before. I so, probably... I mean, that's the sort of thing that uh, Harold at my work would do. And what yeah. I do is that I finish the story for them. And then when you go... And if they ever say, how do you know? You go, you told me 10 minutes ago. And he goes, ah. I, <laughs> I, I have attempted sort of similar to that. But <clears throat> I know that once he's into his flow, I know he's not listening to anything I say. Uh-huh. And I can be talking over the top of him or walk out of a room and do something else and come back in. Yeah. And he'll still be in the middle of the story and he'll have never noticed that I left the room because that has happened far too many times to count. Um, to the point where I've been, he's been sitting telling me a story and the phone has rang and I've picked it up, had a full conversation with a guest, mm-hmm. put it down, and he's still been talking and he never noticed I was speaking to a guest on the phone. That's pretty bad. He's off in his own little bubble um, <laughs> yeah. yeah anyway so I, I played I put on the he was trying to watch what he was watching on my laptop as well even though like he doesn't get anything um, and so they, for some reason he did try and pay attention to this one but mm-hmm. because he, I don't think he understood what improv was yeah and it, it became confusing to him that he just sort of got fed up stood up and went I'm going through the house and then went and sat in the other office and I was like I found his weakness and it's improv <laughs> You know, there are bits in that, though, that I wasn't paying full attention to, and it threw me, because they actually become each other's characters at one point. Yeah, because they were swapping back and forth and taking various roles, yeah. Yeah, and I was just like, that's insane. That that literally mm-hmm. is, like, if I'm not paying attention more than I probably could handle initially. <laughs> yeah, he couldn't handle it at all. And next <coughs> night, um, Bruce was on, so I showed him the second episode to see what he thought of it. He really liked it because he's got brain in his head. Mm. So, um, so tonight, I think what I'll do is I know there's various episodes of Improv for Humans on YouTube. Okay. I'll watch a couple of those and that'll get Harold out of the office. Yeah, I stopped listening yeah. to that a long time ago, it must be said. Yeah. Which is weird. I haven't listened to any for a while, but it's just the fact that it's, I seem to have a, a thing in something that he doesn't get that will annoy him and he'll fuck off. Yeah. So... Because I remember you telling me it came back, and I was like, oh, okay. But yeah. I just don't have time for certain things now. It's like, 
I subscribe to Bananas for Bonanza, right? Yeah. I still haven't listened to it yet. You know that one? That's the uh, the Dalton yeah. Wilcox fortnightly podcast about Bonanza. Yeah. Which, theoretically, if they do every episode, will last, well, 900 weeks. So that's going to be a while. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 18 years? Is that how long it will take to finish? Yeah. I mean, we're not again, probably quarantined or anything at the moment, so they might as well mm. <laughs> make a start. Saying that, I didn't know that one of his uh, friends on that is Maria Bamford, which is pretty cool. I like her a lot. I'm glad she's got work. I'm not saying she doesn't have work, but, you know, during the quarantine. Who's that again? You know, she's she always plays like. Oh, she was Lady Dynamite. Did you ever watch that on Netflix? No, I'm sticking it on IMDb. I'll find out who she is in a second. Oh, okay. Um, uh, she's David Cross's girlfriend in later series of Arrested Development. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I know who that is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's good in things. I believe, because he plays everyone's dad, Ed Begley, G- Begley Jr. plays her dad in Lady Dynamite. Mm. And her loaf coach is Jason Manzukas. Nice. Which is a man Ooh. who teaches her to relax. A loaf coach. And I uh, there's an episode where I believe he just has a beanbag that sits on a skateboard and he pulls himself around the house on a rope. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> and, uh, I'm just looking through her IMDb and uh, that's the amazing amount of things I've either seen or heard her in. Yeah, yeah, she's super good. Oh, she's in Charlotte's Web 2. They made a sequel. Is it T.O.O.? <laughs> like Team Wolf 2. Charlotte's Web 2, Wilbur's Great Adventure. Wilbur was the pig, I assume. I don't know, but I'm clicking on it. Well, Charlotte out. dies at oh, the yeah, end, well, yeah, at the yeah, end yeah, of Charlotte's but, Web, so... Oh, but there are other spiders in This looks terrible, then. <laughs> who, who made that? Oh, while I'm thinking... Ed, oh, but, Ed, whoa, 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 but, whoa, 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 whoa. But, but Charlotte's in it. In Flashback? Julia Duffy plays Charlotte. She's got top billing. How dare she? I never even heard of her. David Baron plays Wilbur. <laughs> Baron. He's, he's only second billing, and yet it's Wilbur's big adventure, our great adventure. Okay, it is Charlotte's web, but that, no way that pig got stuck in a web. I mean, it's unlikely, oh. isn't it? Wilbur the pig, uh, Wilbur the pig knows how important friendship is. He learned that from a sp- he learned that from a spider named Charlotte. Uh-huh. So when Wilbur meets Cardigan, a lonely lamb, Wilbur immediately makes him his friend. That's how easy it is. Mm-hmm. Um, Wilbur shows Cardigan the joys of farm life and introduces him to three very special spiders: okay. Nellie. Arania, um, Bamford plays, and Joy. These are Charlotte's daughters. Uh-huh. Had some kids. Who got Charlotte pregnant? That is pretty cool. <laughs> uh, when farm, when farmer Zuckerman suddenly sells cardigan to another farmer, uh-huh. Wilbur realizes what he must do. Joined by a cunning rat named Templeton, 
Wilbur and Charlotte's daughters set out on an unforgettable journey to find Cardigan and discover that with courage, heart, and the love of your friends, you can do almost anything. Wow. Oh, no, not almost. No, I added the almost. Just You can do most anything. I think that's almost anything for no apparent reason. Well, um, it does make more sense than most anything, if you ask me. Yeah. There you go. I mean, that sounds bullshit. 4.4 out of 10. Yeah, that sounds pretty harsh. <laughs> but um, yeah, while I'm thinking, I, I, it's not on in this country yet, I don't think. But yeah. I was watching some of the first season of Bless This Mess, the Lake Bell created sitcom. She created it with, I can't remember her name, but the the wifey who created New Girl as well, and mm-hmm. um, Lake Bell and Dax Shepard move into a dilapidated house in like the middle of nowhere from, from New York. Yeah. And, uh, it's sort of, uh, shit Creek adjacent. Apart from they are more likable people. Mm. Um, but like random, but it's more that the people in the town are weirdos. Well, I suppose that's true of shit's Creek too. But anyway, um, living in their barn because he is homeless is Ed Begley Jr. Right. And he's in every episode, basically. Um, and that's nice. And the uh, the the woman who runs the hardware store is also the sheriff, and it's Pam Greer. Nice. And that's pretty sweet. But uh, I noticed that it's on season two, like episode 20 at the minute. So you're like, oh, good for everyone. <clears throat> Apart from, you know, Lake Bell must be super busy because she also did also the Poison Ivy work on Harley Quinn as well. Oh, yes, again. <laughs> no. um, I'll tell you what I'm wanting to, well, I don't know when it actually starts. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to see, is that um, Lovecraft Country? Oh, with her from uh, Birds of Prey, in it? Yeah. I want to see that. Yeah. No. I don't know. It depends how much J.J. Abrams has to do with it. No offence to him and his mystery box TV, but it really upsets me most of the time. Because it's like, we don't have any answers. But we'll tell you we do. But we don't have any answers. But yeah, it does look good. Yeah. Though, does it have anything to do with Lovecraft? I think, borrowing from his stuff, um, leaving out the anti-Semitism, yeah. possibly. Because um, you see those monsters and you go, that doesn't look like fungus yeah. to me. Uh, there's a lot of weird tentacles going about as well, so it's just like a bit of tentacle. Yeah, true story. Right. Uh, oh, and syphilis. Yeah. He likes syphilis. Oh, love it. He's riddled with it. Um. <laughs> Flashbacks to Paul Shear <laughs> and their dead authors. Oh. That was a good one, other than oh. it's almost unlistenable. Yeah. <laughs> Our oh. podcasts sound better than their podcast. That's how old it is. Uh, well, here and there. Oh, wasn't that, oh, wasn't that the one they fucked up the recording one? No, the, no, that that, I, that was officially an appendix. There's a few of those in uh, that, yeah. that are just they sound like they were recorded at the back of the room with an iPhone. Yeah. And you've got to take into account it's a free podcast made for charity, so you got to be quite kind, I say. Yeah, but still, <laughs> it's not like I re-listen <laughs> to them very often. 
No. That's the one where that... James Adomian also plays Frederick Nietzsche, right? Yeah. I'm kind of tempted to go and look them up. Now God just is dot. I might listen to a couple of those, aren't you? Yeah. Do it night. Oh, Harold would definitely hate those and leave me alone. <laughs> you don't know what the hell's going on. <coughs> I think I've got coronavirus. I can't stop coughing. Oh. Well, that's, that's no use. I know, right? On a scale of 1 to 10, that's shit. And yeah, I feel fine. I just... Well, the medic at work we were talking about. Maybe. I mentioned having the flu in January. Mm-hmm. A few people did. He just went, yeah, you probably had it. Probably best we don't continue talking about this anymore. He says, don't, don't tell me you had the flu in January because I don't want to go and say, I'm going to send you home. So let's just change subject. Went, cool, I didn't have the flu in January. <laughs> he went, no, no one did. I was like, okay, cool. You know, we had it for yeah. weeks on that podcast. Yeah. Like we and both did. And it was just... And it was proper fucking shit. Yeah. Well, that's what oh. I said to someone. I mean, I remember waking up one night and coughing up so much fluid. Yeah. Like in bed that I had to wash my sheets the next day because I just couldn't stop it coming out of my mouth. But it wasn't vomit. It was just water. I, I mean, I've had sort of skin flus and things before, but I don't remember ever struggling that much to just like drag myself out of my car and get to my desk uh-huh. <laughs> it, was, it really was like a struggle just moving yeah no I'm with you. and that does yeah so and I definitely feel since then as well mm-hmm. like the whole can like you know can affect your can lung capacity and stuff, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely feel slightly diminished since then, which is not ideal. Uh, I don't know. I mean, there's I have good days and bad days like that, so... And I just... I, I think it's just the lack of sleep has got me coughing at the minute. I'm sure after we've finished chatting, I'm going to go back to bed for 45 mm-hmm. minutes to an hour and a half. And I'm yeah. sure I'll feel fine. Or I'll die in my sleep. Either way, it's a win. Yeah. I think I well, I was coughing about the engine, but I think I just dried myself out with that banana loaf. Oh. Mm, banana. No. Oh yeah, because mum uh, mum was going to do some vegan bacon the other day, and then she fell asleep, so my dad did it instead. So I've had some vegan cupcakes and vegan banana bread. Vegan bacon—that's just like coconut chips, right? Uh, I can tell. It's just. Everything's normal except instead of eggs, you use <coughs> oil. No, no, I said you said vegan bacon. No, oh no, baking. baking. Ah, hence the cupcakes thing. No, bread. no, I, I thought that was on top of that because you can get vegan oh. bacon, right? And it's like banana chips, but you put like uh, that barbecue smoke on it. Oh, and then you cook it in a pan. Mm. Yeah. No, and so you get that. the crispness but the smokiness yeah. I mean I don't know what mm. a, a dry vegan bacon roll would be like <laughs> it's basically <laughs> yeah. a crisp sandwich with smoke in it 
Saying no, that, I'd quite like a crisp sandwich with smoke in it. Yeah, I think I might give that a miss. Uh, I don't know what was you know. Um, I've become quite addicted to flaming hot Cheetos of late. I don't think I've ever had a flaming hot Cheeto. They said, I, I, I'll go. I'll go this far. I don't think I've ever eaten a Cheeto. Well, Cheetos are obviously the best crisp, but they're very hard to get hold of. Then my shop next door occasionally gives you. Three small bags for a pound. And I'm talking about mm. real Cheetos here, not those Polish ones that you get now, and that's not me being racist. They just have, like, yeah. they're in the Polish section. And they're yeah. sort of Watsits. Not those. Yeah. They're like yeah. cheese knickknacks, proper Cheetos. Yeah. And they are the bomb. Well, I think I, I have eaten a Watsit in the thing. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I, don't, I can firmly say... I, yeah, I do not think I've ever eaten an official Cheeto. Oh. What, Flaming Hot yeah. Cheetos, which are are like Watsits, but they're twirly? Yeah. Yeah, yeah are amazing. But um, I'm getting a bit too old for them. They get in your teeth. Any crisps you I'm eat where afterwards you feel like you need to brush your teeth, you're too old for. Yeah. I've never seen many things I've watched on YouTube, which is like can this channel that occasionally does, hey, can we make stuff more like other stuff <laughs> they tell you like they did a flaming hot cheetos one where it was they took like um they bought a big mac and then their chef guy made a flaming hot cheeto big mac mm-hmm. and then they took other various different items and made them into flaming hot cheeto versions and then they tried them and um by the end of it they were like throwing up because it was like hey we took pig's blood and we made it into Flaming Hot Cheetos Pig's Blood. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's not even a joke. I think they actually did that. It was like, here's a cube of pig's blood that's got Flaming Hot Cheetos and they eat it. And they went, oh, it's gross. Well, of course it's gross. You're eating a cube of pig's blood. What did you expect? I've mashed you some know? Flaming Hot Cheetos into a cow's heart. Eat it. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have thought this is vile? Oh, oh so you've seen the video. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's pretty much stuff like that. And it's, Here's a vial of flaming hot Cheetos. Ah, it's vile. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 <sighs> yeah, that's that's why in my time I watch cheeky videos like that on YouTube. Well, I finished Dick Van Dyke on YouTube. Yeah, I need to catch up. I need to watch season five. Um, and then I watched the episodes that they colorized, mm-hmm. which look odd. Because I don't the, know how they did it, but it right. doesn't. So in, in the finale of the Dick Van Dyke show, yep. do, do they reveal who the kid's dad really is, or what? <laughs> and, and, and do they... They do reveal they the gossip of, girl. Is there like an after credit sequence where you see when he becomes homeless and then he starts telling people all the times he was abused? Uh, mm. Yeah, and then you find out he's a robot. Oh no! And it was a fidelity oh. test, like in Westworld. It's crazy. Yeah, I was about to say it was it was Westworld all along. <laughs> no, oh. in the last episode, in a moment of meta continuity of sorts, um, yeah. that book that he's been writing forever. Have you seen any of those yeah. episodes? Occasionally, like she'll be yeah. like, "You said you were going to write a book," and he goes. Yeah, yeah, and he's like, my friend wrote a book and I can't write a book. And he goes to a cab and he tries to write a book and he can't write a book, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So at the last episode, he just comes in with a finished book and she's like, I didn't even know you were writing it. And he's like, no, no. 
Um, and everyone reads it, and it gets turned into a TV show. Mm. Yeah. That's, that's clever. So, well, because that's the thing. I mean, Carl <laughs> Reiner obviously based it all on yeah. his life writing for, I don't know, one of those late night people. Sid Caesar, maybe? That sounds about right. Yeah, yeah that sounds... He wrote it because... Uh, that sounds like is based on Mel Brooks, who wrote with him. Mm. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, and a couple of other... Um, but yeah, it was, uh, last night, I was listening to something, and... Uh, oh, it was the Ted Danson episode of uh, Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend. And I found, uh, and I realised that James L. Brooks wrote for Mary Tyler Moore. Mm-hmm. And I really want to listen to that now because early James L. Brooks is fantastic. Yeah. I mean, early James L. Brooks. I mean, what is that? It's going to be on... broadcast news, ordinary people, up to as good as it gets, really, right? And then he's not so good. Um, and he also did The Simpsons, you got to remember. So... <laughs> Yeah. So he's doing all right, you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, I was like, I'll, I'll, I'll definitely start trying to find Mary Tyler Moore on YouTube now. Yeah, as I say, that was probably on there somewhere. Probably the same guys probably uploading that. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Ugh. And it's another one of those ones because I've seen the first episode or half the first episode a few times, and it's another one where you realize or you don't realize how young Mary Tyler Moore was when she was lying about her age to get on Dick Van Dyke. Yeah. In that you see her in the Mary Tyler Moore show, and she doesn't look that much older. No. Yeah, you know I mean, and it's easily ten years or more. Mm. By the time, because I think <sighs> Mary Tyler Moore's like seventy four, seventy five. Yeah. And Dick Van Dyke ended in sixty five, which is crazy, right? They ended before they landed on the moon. Fucking <laughs> yeah. hell. But then that always makes me feel old when you go, they only landed on the moon 10 years before I was born. Mm-hmm. And then you think of how fast 10 like, years goes by when you get older. It kind of seems like forever ago because obviously we've always known of it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like when my brother-in-law would give me albums that came out in the mid-70s in like the early 90s and you think that was forever ago. And yeah. now, you know... And what's a good example? Now, the downward spiral by nine uh, nine inch nails, you know, is yeah. twenty six years old. <laughs> <laughs> and you go, fucking hell. I mean that's not good. No. <sighs> yeah, so um yesterday was the fourth of May when this all got to come out on whatever, but um, I'll probably be out by the end of the week, but as I say, yeah. I'm going to work till Friday, so, so we'll see. Yeah. So obviously, 4th of May, May the 4th, blah, blah, blah. Um, I had watched something Star Wars related. You started so, watching The Clone Wars? No. Um, Rise of Skywalker was just got onto Disney+. Plus, uh-huh. And Bruce at work has never seen it. Uh-huh. So we, wa- we watched it together. And then I went on a long rant on um, Twitter with just... Saying I don't mind the film, mm-hmm. it's can it's fine, but it shouldn't it should be American. And then it was just because only my, my third time of seeing it. 
Yeah. And it was just a list of things that I just think were terrible about it. I don't know. I no. I've still only for seen it. That I say is fine. It's I still think it's terrible. I still have only seen it once. And thinking back on it, there are bits of it that are enjoyable, but I think the problem I have yeah. with it is that it doesn't show any respect for the last Jedi. Well, or any of the previous ones either, though. Well, no, I mean, it's written by the person who wrote The Force Awakens. Yeah. And you can tell that the bits that he wanted to do when he wrote The Force Awakens, he forces to happen in this one, even though they wouldn't happen because of what happened in the last one. Before you get anywhere else. The biggest problems I have, and that is because it's something that comes from last year that is not really pulled up in this one. The biggest problem I have with it is that Rose's character is completely ignored. Exactly. It is spent an entire film, well, introducing her, mm-hmm. and in this one, as I put on Twitter, Mary from Lord of the Rings gets more screen time than her, and he does nothing. Yes, and he only got and that they, role because he won a bet. Yeah, and he goes off, oh... Kent, Rose, are you coming with us on the Millennium Falcon? No, Leia wants me to look at manuals about the ships you're about to be fighting. See ya. What? <laughs> you're going to sit and read through flight manuals of a... Uh, what? No. Yeah, no, I yeah. It, I find it deeply upsetting. And it's, like a, it's, it's a character that I kind of went, we don't know much about her, we saw her in Last Jedi, but I care about her story. Yeah. And, you know, um, and I say, the last scene of um, Last Jedi is mm. that kid force moving a broom to him so it can go and sweep up. Yep. Kind of suggesting that in the next film we're going to see more Jedi because they're going to train some. Yep. And they just don't. True story. Um, yeah. In fact, the only one that you suggest that it's going to be a new Jedi is Finn. And they don't even, re- even until they kind of introduce that he's got something he needs to tell Ray in that film, they don't resolve it by the end of the film. No, I mean, they don't resolve much. I mean, that's... No, and it's, I mean, it's fairly obvious that he's going to tell her that he thinks he's a Jedi or whatever, because every other sentence he utters, Matt, is, I've got a feeling about this, I've got a feeling about that. I know this is the way we've got to go, I've got a feeling about that. Uh-huh. We get it. You're a fucking Jedi. Cool. Great. <laughs> well, I think the term yeah. is force-sensitive, they like to use on yeah, him, right? But, yeah, yeah. But he's definitely going to get trained. That's going to be a part of one. If, if they were, if they're not, but if they're going to do any more with her, that she would have been, he would have been her by the one or whatever. But, yeah, no, uh, that's all done. I mean, I don't all. know. It just seemed a little pointless by the end, right? But then mm-hmm. I suppose all media is. So who cares? Yeah, thing is, I think that was another put on Twitter as well. Is the fact that going back to right, well, timeline wise, not release wise, but going back to the Phantom Menace, mm-hmm. Anakin Skywalker was apparently. A virgin birth. He was brought about by the Force for uh-huh. some reason in Shmi Skywalker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And apart, and apparently, the Force's big plan was to have his grandkids and the grandkids of Palpatine fix everything. The grandkids? No. Well, no. What wasn't <laughs> the Force's big plan? To bring balance, and there was too many good guys, so he was the ultimate bad guy. Wasn't that what the point was? 
I mean, the thing is, because, this, like, okay, the first is not this all-knowing thing, it's just a, an essence. Yeah, whatever. and it wants karma. Then, it, it wants to be balanced, and so to bring yeah, balance, you have then, to have the ultimate bad guy. Who then well, killed all the then, good guys. And then the force really fucked it up, because then it didn't work out that way. At all. So, uh, I don't know. I don't know, maybe it's just a fictional thing, and no one really thought it through. I know, but that was their job to tie it all together. And it's like, so the whole, I mean, that whole, I mean, the whole virgin breathing was fucking stupid anyway. But to just completely ignore that by the end just seems, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, not ignoring it and doing something with it wouldn't have made the film any better. I will admit that. I mean, you know, might have been might have been a bit more respectful to your um your sort of your established backstory than just to ignore it completely. I don't know. The the, the you know, I just there's no. now officially in that saga there's nine films, and I will yeah. go out on a limb and say there are. Four and a half good ones. And okay. that's being generous. Will, There's probably three. Right. I will okay, I will say what I think there. Mm-hmm. What I think you think. Also a new hope. Yep. Emperor Strikes Back. Yep, yep. Done. Last Jedi. Yep. Maybe the Force Awakens thing. Yep. But what's the half? I'd say half's Force Awakens. No no. For, and no. that's a full one. Four and a half. I said three, four and a half. So you got four. What's the half? Oh, four and a half. Yeah, it's a tough one now. I will say bits of. Ooh, oh. I'm going to go out in a limb. I'm going to go out in a limb here. I will say bits of Revenge of the Sith. Yes, there you go. Well played. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Basically, take away the dialogue in Revenge of the Sith and keep some of the imagery. I, here's the biggest compliment I can give Revenge of the Sith and huh. George Lucas. Yep. Right? They had the guts to kill kids. I mean, not a few either, a lot of kids. Lots of kids. Right? For a Star Wars film that's all been family oriented and things. That took balls. I was that only thinking possible. about killing kids last night. <laughs> I think about it constantly. <laughs> now, you know, um, you know the Godzilla car- uh, Godzilla cartoon with uh, Godzuki, yeah? Yes. And there's that little kid that's always being really mean to Godzuki. Yeah. Right? I would like them to bring that kid back in a Godzilla movie and then have him killed. <laughs> I think it looks like an accident, but... Godzuki definitely knocked the building over in his direction. Yeah, but he's like shouting at like, you know, Godzuki if they put up or like, you know, some sort of small monster. Um, uh, and, and being like Godzuki. really mean and then Godzilla just comes up and destroys the entire boat they're on. Bang! Or is it he just gets angry and the first time it's radiation breath comes out. Mm. Little baby radiation breath just melts his face. 
Maybe you could just die of the radiation poisoning oh, left behind. You know, there's a thing as well about um, Rise of Skywalker. Mm-hmm. It comes across to me, it's always sort of been badly written anyway, it, I see that film more as a really bad Indiana Jones film than a Star Wars film. Yeah. Because written more like that, again, it's the, I'll tell you what it is, you see the first 40 minutes, as well as them just shouting the plot into your face, uh-huh. there's a constant thing that happens, maybe even more like an hour and a bit into the film, where for some reason, whoever wrote it, I can't remember who, like, or whoever it was who wrote this one. Mm, I think it was Chris Terrio who wrote Justice yeah. League. They, oh, God, that answers a few questions as well. <laughs> um, they think that comedy is, we're going to have some, them in some sort of situation, and one of them's going to say something, and then the other three people that are running with them in the same direction are all going to take turns saying the same word that the first one said, and that'll be funny. Mm-hmm. And you go, okay, cool. So the first time they do that, you go, oh, well, that's fine thing. But then by the fifth time in 40 minutes that they've done that same, in quotation brackets, joke, you're like, oh, come on. No, I don't know. It was just awful. I mean, it's not great. And I feel like this is one of the only... Maybe I'm completely wrong. I suppose they all have MacGuffins, but usually they already have the MacGuffin. You know, like the droids have a map and they need to get it somewhere. But in this one, they need to find something in the first place. And it's just kind of an excuse to go places for no reason. Yeah. I don't know. That seemed silly. That that was one thing when I was watching it with Bruce and everything. The first 40 minutes of that is then just screaming the plot into your face of what's happened before and what's happening now. And you're like, no, we've, we've come this far. Have faith in your audience that they know this. Yeah, but they are aimed at I mean, kids. But to a point, you can do a little bit here and there. But it was just the fact that they pretty much stopped the film to just look directly in camera and go, we need this thing now. Again, it's over here. And you're like, okay, we get it. You don't have to again. It's all good. In, te- in 10 years, the, people, the kids who loved this one will start making new ones. Oh, Same as it happened yeah. last time. You see the um, announced today, well, or yesterday, I suppose, um, Taika Waititi is writing the next Star Wars film. I knew he was having something to do with it, yeah. but And it's also one of the co-writers of 1917 is writing it with him. That's a weird fucking mix, but okay. Christy, Christy, double barrel name, can't remember what her name is. Hmm. P-R-Y-S-T-Y, I don't know how you pronounce it. P-R-Y-S-T-Y is a first name. Kirsty. Okay. Something, yeah, she's co-writing it with him as well. That's cool. Yeah, I think she did I think she did something for Penny Dreadful, I think. Okay. Sure. The first so. section, not the new section. I don't yeah. even know how to word it. That's why I've worded it with. Because a new one just um, started, but it's a yeah. new, it's all new casts and characters and plot and everything. And you go, so it's like an anthology. Yes, but Penny Dreadful ran for three seasons with the same cast. And now mm. season four is completely new. No. So <laughs> so I don't quite understand how it all la- mm. la- latches together. And also it's going to be a couple of years off, but yeah, 
Yeah, totally. Um, I mean, you've got to take him camping. Um, he's doing uh, that, but he's also going to do Thor yeah. first. Yeah. Well, yeah, because was it Blood and Thunder or not Blood and Thunder? Love and Thunder. Love and Thunder. Yeah, of course. But, <laughs> but um, oh, talking of Taika Waititi, his, uh, the second season of uh, uh, What We Do in the Shadows is absolutely amazing so far. I'm not watching that at all. I'll have to. I mean, oh. I think you can probably go into season two without watching season one because season one was good, and maybe it got great because I mean, I started looking back into it, and there's episodes with Nick Kroll in and stuff, and I've never seen that. So, mm. but season two is pretty gold at the minute. Um, <sighs> yeah, you know, and uh, the the weird thing is, none of them are. None of the people you think would appear in it appear in it, you know. Because yeah. like, if you go back and watch the film, it's uh, Taika Waititi is in it as well as directing it. Uh, Jermaine yeah. Clements in it, Flight of the Concords, uh, and Reese Darby's in it. And in the series, mm-hmm. none of them are in it, but Jermaine Clement created it with Taika Waititi, and I think he sort of. Show runs it without being in it, yeah. but it, I mean it's very good. You know, it's um, who's all in it? It's that guy, Phone Jacker. Remember him? I know of it, but I don't know. I never watched <laughs> well, he always that. wore a ski mask, so it was a funny person to choose. Uh, <laughs> he's in Four Lions anyway with Chris Morris. Um, and Matt Berry, always good. Yeah, and uh, Natasha, Natasha Dimitrio is that her name? She was just on a Richard Herring, anyway. Um, mm. yeah, and I mean, it's just brilliant. If I find a copy, I'll I'll ping it over to you to have a check out. Yeah. And Gareth cut this bit out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I, it, yeah. I don't think it's on in this country. I did Google it to see if you could find it anywhere, and I don't think it's officially playing anywhere, so I don't feel too bad. Yeah. Yeah. So, but effects yeah. in America do some really good shows, it turns out. Um, what was that thing or uh, Star Wars thing? There's a couple of series coming to Disney Plus or whatever for Star Wars other than Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. One of them apparently, I don't know if it was a, I think it was a series. It was Nick Cassian, somebody, was one of the spies of Rogue One or something. Oh, Cassian Landor, yeah. right? That's his name? Yeah. They're supposed to be doing a series on him? Yeah, totally. I'm like, oh, okay. I already knew about that. Sorry. I've known All about right. it for a while. Because uh, apparently uh, Two Dicks is coming back as uh, the robot as well. Alright, nice. That's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So yeah, no, that's happening. Um obviously season three of Mandalorian's already been okayed. Yeah. Wonder when we get season two. Well it's trapped in post production because they can't get to the offices, so it's probably gonna be delayed. Mm. It was coming in over no. It was coming in August, right? Yeah. But it's not anymore. There's no way. Yeah. So, but I say it's all in the can. It's just 
It's the same. I mean, if Black Monday has been delayed, you know, that's the uh, Don Cheadle, Paul Shear stock market crash comedy. Mm. Right. Mm. And, and what, what I'm saying is all that has to be is edited. It doesn't need special effects. And that's been delayed months because they can't do post-production. Then yeah. Mandalorian is definitely delayed. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> no. Oh yeah, and the Batman got delayed until next year. And, yeah. yeah, but I mean, they they're still because that who was that? Dax Shepard was interviewing Zoe Kravitz. Yeah. And she's trapped in London at the minute because instead of going home, she just didn't. Yeah. And they're not finished with her yet, so she they're paying for like a house for her. And she's just been trapped in this house for like 50 days. And she's like, I mean, it's nice and all, but I am going fucking insane. (laughs) (laughs) Join the club, we all are. Yeah. 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 I I think her point is obviously that she's nowhere near her family. Uh, And she obviously can't get to them. So. Fair enough. Though only because she's being sensible, which is why would I fly home, uh, you know, and endanger myself time and time again to then have to come all the way back to London again. Yeah, Yeah, I mean. Fucking strange time. It is fucked up, dude. As I say, my anxiety has been off the chain for weeks now. Which is great for me. (laughs) <laughs> I just here's the thing that's in my head mm-hmm. and obviously um, we got tickets to go and see Bare Naked Ladies and obviously that was postponed and it's and they're going oh well can it be November or something uh-huh. I cannot foresee a time in the foreseeable future where I'm going to be comfortable going to anything well, yeah, with because that's the same with me and uh, Cineworld, right? We're not paying yeah. for our Cineworld cards anymore. No. And when they reopen, they're going to give you the next first month free, right? Because yeah. they charged before. But of course they're going to give you the first month free because no one is going to go that month either. No. I'm not running back to the cinema anytime soon. I'm no. not running back to hang out with people soon. I mean, I don't think it's not going to be that bad. Like, for times that I go... Mm-hmm. which is like 10 o'clock in the morning and there's maybe like four or five people there. Yeah, yeah. Can you know, put your gloves on and face mask and things and sit there and see whatever film I'm going to go and see. And I'm not going to have to go near any. I, I mean, I didn't like going to a crowded cinema before. Yeah. So I'm not going to go and see anything in uh, prime time when it's going to be full of people because that would be insane. No, but I feel like yeah. a year ago, if you said I went to this live gig and everyone around me was wearing face masks, I would think that was weird. And now I'm like, no, I'm going to do that yeah. for the rest of my life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at this minute in time, I have 100 black nitrile gloves from uh, sitting in my uh, kitchen now mm. for doing anything. It's the annoying thing at work is that they ordered on all the latex gloves and stuff. They only ordered in medium. That's what I need, so it's fine for me. Just order a medium. I'm like, well, for me, 
I've got a medium and I'm halfway doing stuff. Mm. And I've got to do them quick because if I keep on very long to time, they split. Ah, oh, you big-handed fuck. And it's just it's so freaking annoying. Yeah, and but I hate people who buy large gloves because they hang off Harold, me like... like blah, blah, blah. Harold, thought he was being, Harold thought he was being nicer than he was. Oh, I've got you these gloves that are large and they do fit better. But I said to him, is that the ones that have got talc in them? No, no, they don't have talc in them. And I went, okay, so I put them on and they've got talc in them. Talc makes my hands itch like fuck. I hate talc. <sighs> this so is I'm another just, story so I, about how no one can make you happy. No, so then I took them off and I went, oh, there's talc on these. And he went, yeah, and I went, oh, I asked you if there was no talc on these, if there was no talc. Oh, oh, I wasn't listening, sorry. Oh, no, but you answered me and said, no, there is no talc on them. You used those words. And now you're telling me you didn't listen to me, you didn't know what I was asking you. He's a clever boy. He, he just read and your lips or something. Hands are itching. <laughs> <sighs> I'm not happy, itchy hand. And I've got point stuff all over my black trousers. Yeah. Again? Yeah. I've told you about that. Talc, not jazz. Oh. <laughs> anyway, it's kind of yellowish. What, jizz? Ew. Because <laughs> yeah. I insist on having some sort of infection. I mean, that's... It's strange to insist on such a thing. <laughs> oh, I won't have it any other way. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I was just checking something was working and then I just started bashing on an NPC. Um, don't say. Yeah. Um... Oh, I don't know. It's good to talk to you and everything, but I honestly don't know what to say. I think this is going to be the thing now, which is people desperately oh. needing to talk to people, and yet no one is doing anything. Yeah, because there's nothing <laughs> happening. Yeah. <laughs> um, the only thing that I am doing on a regular basis at the moment, other than working, is playing Animal Crossing, and that's not really interesting to anybody else. Well, and um, not if I've never played it and I haven't, so... No. Um, oh, I just start, I think, yeah, I'm still playing some more Death Stranding as well. Okay. I think this is definitely the best time to play Death Stranding because a lot of it makes a hell of a lot more sense now. <laughs> which, is, which is not a good thing. Um, it does fill you in much more despair. I know they say that Norman uses character in that he cries because it's some sort of allergic reaction to the chiral matter in the atmosphere. Uh-huh. But he is just crying a lot and you kind of go, I can't really get that right now. It's not allergic, nothing. He's, I, I think we're all going through the same stuff. We should all be crying all the time. Uh, <laughs> Here's the thing. On a scale of one yeah. to ten, how dry are the backs of your hands? Um, my left hand's not so bad. My right hand is possibly the shiniest it's ever been. I just have paper thin, um, like wrinkled old oh, man hands. What? That's weird. I I just clenched my fist, and the light glinting off of it. Almost blinded me. So <laughs> yes, yeah, so, I mean, so my left hand's not that bad, but my right hand is. Yeah, it's. In, I mean, I thought it was kind of shiny before, but then when I clench it and 
like tense up all the sort of skin and everything. It is very shiny. Well, I'm going to say mm. mine are at an eight for dryness right now. Yours sound mm. quite lovingly moisturized if they're shiny. Mine, are, bad, mine look like rhinoceros skin. Here's the issue of it. Is it the, um, the sanitizer they provide us if it works. Uh-huh. Says it is flavored or scented with peppermint. Mm. And for some reason, to me, peppermint smells like vomit. <laughs> <laughs> um, I put this stuff on and whatever, but then I have to keep my hands as far. I mean, and on the plus side, I have to keep them far away from my face. Well, yeah, as as you should. The plant, so it works out well. But it's mainly because, not for virus reasons, it's mainly because you smell. They smell of vomit. And nobody else at my work seems to think this stuff smells like vomit. But maybe it's just me that thinks that peppermint smells like vomit. But I don't like it. <laughs> it's definitely you know. just you. I mean, it, peppermint smells like what? peppermint. Yeah, well, Though I, I do know I... people who like go, oh, I've got indigestion. I go, I've got indigestion tablets. Oh, are they peppermint? I can't eat peppermint. What? But if it was normal, you'd eat it. There's no difference. So no, I can. Uh, I mean, I can eat pep- I'm peppermint stuff. Uh, I'm just saying. Uh, I don't see a difference. I don't know, but for some reason, that's it. I mean, I can smell nothing even remotely minty about this stuff. Yeah. All I can smell is vomit. Well, maybe it's gone out of date. That's a brand new creator. I can. It's all. And <laughs> it's all good, but it does. It's no. not. It stinks of vomit. Yes. Not just, apparently not ten of the elves. Is this a symptom You're like, of why are you agreeing with me? No. It's one of the tests for coronavirus. Is smell this mint. What does it smell like? <laughs> and they go, vomit. Oh, shit. You and you get two it. bullets in the head. Oh. Oh, I heard about the tests they do to you as well. Oh, and they put it into your brain. Yeah, but well, there's, there's yeah, it's even one where they put really deep in your nose. Yeah. Right? But there's also <laughs> from the medic. You, you take the long thing and you put it down the throat and you touch the the uvula, right? Okay. But that's that's just giving you false hope because then they have to push it deeper. <laughs> and if the the test is if you don't gag twice, we haven't done it right. <laughs> I mean, that's <laughs> disgusting. Yeah. And I'm like, well, okay. Um, I don't want tested for that. Thanks very much. Indeed. Oh. Oh. So. Oh. But yeah, I... that's it. No, on you go. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not really down with either of those. No, me neither. And it's like, is it, is it one or the other? And he went, no, you have to do both. You have to do the nose one and the... <laughs> In the throat one. <laughs> okay, so no, I'll just um, I'll just I'll, not and say I did. If I if I think I've got it, I'll just lie in the corner, and then when I definitely know I've got it, I'll shout. <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh, fine, okay, right. Oh, I think I'm gonna have to run. I think I'm about to poop myself. Yeah, that's when you'll lose that half stone. I really hope so. I'll weigh myself after you uh, afterwards and text you the results. And, uh, I look forward to that. <laughs> well, I'm going to go and pass out, I think. Cool, cool. 
Oh. Well, after I've pooped, I think I'm going to go to bed for another hour or so, just so I, so I survive till ten o'clock tonight. No. So you take care of yourself. You too. I'll speak to you soon mm. enough. Yeah. Sweet. Cool. Take care. Bye. Bye. Bye.